Corn caught up, face with hard luck. Face to face, face to face with hard luck. Pimps card shots, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. Pimps and card shots, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. Corn caught up, face with hard luck. Face to face, face to face with hard luck. Pimps and card shots, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. Pimps and card shots, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. Good morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you tuned into the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show coming at you from the Pico Youth Center in Santa Monica, California. Sitting across from me, my co-host and partner, Mahan. Lowen American, Indian elegant, barbarian, Southern Californian. Here to bring the sadism once again, the sadistic one. The motherfucking sadistic one. I'm here to fucking torture motherfuckers, ridicule, put you up on the rock, and laugh as fucking blood and humiliation drizzles down your fucking grisly, ugly face. Damn it. It's a blue eyes, the blue eyes music extraordinaire. It's the blue eyes music extraordinaire. Sorry, yeah. sound, sound. Sean Lewis, certified audio professional engineer for the Hard Luck Show. And let's not oh, forget, man. magnet for homeless aggression. Yeah, That's true. And here, King man. Salmon's beat maker. And. Hype man. Hype man. And hype man. Master of the air fryer. Let's not forget That's that. That's true. Rah. Recently. Right. Right. And our showrunner extraordinaire, Mr. Schwartz. Yo, what's up, fellas? What's up, hey. fellas? What's yeah, up, let's, bring, let's bring these slow sleeping grooves. Kenny G on the alto sax. <laughs> Yeah. Looking grand, man. Grand. Yeah. Just, yeah. Gets you excited. <laughs> Who's the yeah. guy playing the that's, organ? That's Schwartz's uh, uncle. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yep. No. It's not. That's his cousin. Yeah. That's Schwartz. Oh. That's Shlomo Schwartz. Yeah. Yeah. Bob James. That guy wore his. Hey, Bob James. Look at Bob James. Happy. Is that? That's the guy who invented hip hop. Bob James and Andre Schmutt. Schmutt. Those guys are rocking out, bro. Schmutt. 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 It's a Jamoki guy. Oh, live in Kiev. Live in Kiev. That's crazy, bro. And. Yeah, they're rocking out. And our visuals. We have. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. Everybody knows what the fuck time it is. Look at, look at, look at Ali. Look at, look at. Yeah. Wait, wait, shh. Wait, wait. <laughs> Ali. Yeah. Let's, please, I'm, I might make a sound drop out of this. Yes. Oh, so go ahead. Sound uh, what? Sound drop. You got me saved. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Talk it up, Ali. <laughs> Yo, Ali's in the cut with the visuals. You already know how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> I just tried to like think of like something to say. It's like so like awkward. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no, it's good man. That's perfect. Hey Ali, what's your like nickname? Do you got like a handle? Alibaba. 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 Hey. There we go. 
Alibaba and the 40 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 Alibaba Thank you for the warm welcome. <laughs> Very good, everyone. We're all here today. Hey. How you, was your weekend? Hey, if you say that again, I'm going to have to put a foot in your ass. Yeah. Ali, have you ever gotten in a fight? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sh- What happened? Yeah. I mean, I got into a lot, so it's like, I don't know. I mean, um, which guy's one? a silent assassin. He's like, which one? Yeah. I mean, like. I used to watch a lot of wrestling. <laughs> like, Who was your favorite wrestling guy? Jeff Hardy. Like, nice. without a doubt. That With, was without a doubt? Yeah. And I would, like, recreate his moves. Like, huh. me and my friends would, like, just, like, wrestle, like, on the trampoline or, like, wherever we're at, like, outside. And then eventually, like, one of us would end up getting hurt. But then I remember, like, middle <laughs> school, would be game I would, like, over. fight a lot. Were you guys wrestling with your clothes on or off? Most definitely. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, did you, did you get an erection or anything? He said <laughs> clothes. Stop it. Why? Stop it's it. It's a legit question. Yeah, he said he has well, clothes there's on. your answer. I have yeah. clothes. Clothes. Yeah, right. man, I don't know what type of wrestling <laughs> they do on the reservation. Yeah, bro. They were, hey, we watch what you say about <laughs> reservation. They'll take you out in a canoe and fucking, <laughs> they won't hear from you yeah, ever. Jumon. You'll be shark bait, motherfucker. Because you were wrestling around right. naked with other kids in the fucking fifth grade. Listen. Everybody else was? No, but Little I do know this. We're just trying to find a world. Listen, first of all, we didn't have a TP racist motherfucker, right? You, you hear me <gasps> saying oh, it? No, here we go. Oh, oh shit. shit. No, no, no. Listen. He said TP. Yeah, he said TP. TP. On the hard luck show. Yeah, motherfucker. Look, he's laughing. Unbelievable. Right. All the respect that I show my my fellow tribesmen from the fucking Julio. desert. No, right? no disrespect, man. Yeah. Don't worry. It's not me you got to fucking. There's some big Indians that will fucking. All right. Listen, Ali. <laughs> no, because I was on wrestling in high school. Mm-hmm. All right. I wrestled in high school. And the thing is, is that that was always part of the joke was like, ah, you guys are wearing tights and you're grabbing each other around the waist and you're hump, you know, humping, you know, it's kind of gay or whatever. And so that was part of it. I mean, it I, I didn't see anything personally, but I'm asking Ali because there is a lot of rustling and tussling and sometimes that, that, you know, pushing and pulling. And Did you ever have to use your wrestling skills in a fight? Abs- I almost always do. Yeah. Almost always do. I remember somebody telling me when I was in junior high, like, you never fuck with wrestlers because they have different strength, which is true. I fought a dude in the street. A homeless dude. He popped me in the eye. I wasn't. It was like a. Sean, you remember that? Yeah. It wasn't even like I was asking for it or anything happened. This weird dude came up to me in the street at night, right? And I was walking and he pretended to reach for his like waist like there was a gun there. And I must have given off a look like scared because fuck, I just saw a guy at night and fucking poison. I don't know what he's doing. And then he laughed, and that fucking pissed me off because he laughed, right? Mm-hmm. So I told him, get the fuck out of here or something like that, right? <clears throat> he sucker punched me twice. He must have been in boxing because he sucker punched me twice fast. I was on the phone like mm-hmm. this talking to somebody. Oh, punched me twice, and I got cuts under my eyes. What? Wow. Bare knuckle, right? 
he thought the thing was over, but it was just getting started. Yeah. <laughs> so then I went into full wrestling mode and fucking pummeled the dude and wrestled him to the ground. He had blood on the back of his head, and I was on the fucking concrete at night in front of a 7-Eleven, wrestled this dude down, and the cops came. And I explained to them, this was self-defense. This motherfucker punched me, look at my eyes. And the cops pulled a fucking dickless, like, oh, well, it's mutual combat. So <laughs> if we bring him in, we're bringing yeah, you in. Yeah, you ever course. heard that before? Of course, bro. Right. So I had to walk home. I had to get stitches on the, on the things under my eyes. And they're still there. But I was like, but he was scared. As soon as he saw, he hit me and told me, like, oh, now what? Or something like that. And I started coming at him. That's when he got scared and yeah. there was no more punching. I had fucking grappled and got him to the ground, banged his head on the fucking concrete once I had him down. And, he, and that, that was that. So, yeah, dude, I never, I almost always somehow end up in wrestling. You hear that? You hear that there, Ali? I mean, the wrestling I was into was like WWE, which is like, Unfortunately, I found out later that I was. It's <laughs> <laughs> not real. Unfortunately, I found yeah, I really out later. Was believing it like yeah. growing up, but then right, I found right. out it was fake. I was like, ah, damn it! Yeah. Right, first Santa Claus now fucking wrestling. God hey, you're supposed it. to fall down on the ground when I do that. Hey, <laughs> so Ali, when it came to a real fight, what happened? Well, it was like in He's high school. Like all these fake. Right, moves. that's when he found out it was fake. He was like, wait a minute. I mean, in high school, when I went to Mark Twain in Venice, like, just, like, the people that I was around, like, our friends, like, that was, like, the fun thing to do. Like, it was, like, entertaining. Like, every time there was a fight, like, that would be, like, a movie. Like, people would, like, crowd around, and, like, that would be, like, the highlight of the day. So, like, there would be a lot of instigating, like, literally, like, fighting for no reason. Like, one person would be, like, Yo, like, would you fight him? Like, are you scared of him? And then they'd be like, oh, no, I'm not scared. And then they'll set up a fight. So, like, most of the time, like, I wouldn't fight because of, like, pure anger or, like, beef. It was just, like, like just pressured, like, from, like, people around. But then, like, it was, like, just middle school, so it wasn't, like, What was the serious. worst fight you ever got in serious? Did you ever, like, really mm. kick someone's ass? I mean, there was a time where, like, I was getting into it with this guy in the P.E. field. And I was, um, I was rushing him. And I tried to pick him up. And that shit did not work. And I, like, I fell on the floor. And he ended up getting on top of me and, like, started giving it to me. And then eventually, like, people took me off. But, like, that was, like... Cause I like left with like a bloody nose, and then like my PE teacher was like, "Yo, what happened?" And I was like, "I ran into a pole," <laughs> and like he he already That's knew. Not funny, That's right. So he was like, "All right, whatever." It's for sure fucking funny. Yeah, shorts. What's the worst fight you ever got into? Uh, some like setup bullshit like this in high school too, um, where I was randomly told like <laughs> that I was gonna fight some guy after school. Went to <laughs> went to a buddy's house of mine that was by the school and uh we were fight we were told I was told that like we were going to get picked up and go to like this spot nearby around the corner or some shit and fight if I can go outside there's this dude that I'm supposed to fight and some other crazy motherfucker like kicking his fucking steel toe boots like on the fucking curb and I was like, all right, hold on. And I went inside and, like, called some 
some people and I was like, hey, fucking show up. I don't know what the fuck. I'm supposed to fight this guy. And there's some crazy dude. And we actually drove, we got in this guy's Jeep and fucking the four, me, my buddy, and the dude I'm supposed to fight and this crazy fucker drove to some street to fight. And what happened? And I stalled. (laughs) And I stalled. Why are you laughing? Just crazy. Dude, I, I stalled until fucking I see like this El Camino that my buddy had fucking cruising up the street with my friend standing up in the back with the fucking machete. And it was like, okay, you want to bring somebody crazy? I got some crazy people too. And then we were able to fight. And uh, what happened? I, I damaged them. What happened? Oh, I just fucking, we fought. And uh, listen, I, so, so, so you finally, the fight's <laughs> going down. Yeah. And you know it. Yeah. Are you getting the adrenaline rush? Oh, for sure. Yeah, but actually I don't you don't really get I personally never got adrenaline until I got touched. And then Fine. the second I got touched, like got hit, yeah. it was like something snapped. So do you guys circle each other and you're like, Hey, it's going down, man. I guess, yeah. I mean, you know, fighting wasn't like a new thing. Like, you know, we used to just fight for fun and shit. (laughs) Oh, he's a tough guy. Okay, I'm just asking. (laughs) No, I'm just saying back in the day, like, we used to fucking throw rounds between friends. Like, we used to just fight. Okay, and so this guy and you are, did you guys bump chest and push on each other? (laughs) I don't know. We just started fighting, man, and it was like... You know, he had that crazy guy, and my fucking friends was like, oh, they were, you know, going to make sure it was just between us. and uh, Shoot a fair one. Yeah, Shoot exactly. A fair Shoot one. a fair one. We started fighting, and I fucking hit the guy, and he... Crumbled. Stuck. No, no, no. This was later. I, he started falling. I fucking ended up kicking the guy in the head, like, pretty bad. I felt bad about it, but... Yeah, Steve. How does it? How? Let me ask you a question. Be real, dude. You're fucking politicking half the time. It drives me crazy in here. But when you hear guys talk about their tough guy episodes, right? Mm. And I always see you cracking up. Mm. You know, listening to that. When you hear, when you hear like Schwartz be like, "Ah, pretty much, I fucking I cracked the guy and went down, and I ended (laughs) up kicking him in the head pretty hard, and then I felt bad later." Like, how does that sound to you? Or like, what? 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 What goes through your mind? I just think it's interesting hearing somebody talk about how they beat somebody up. Like, Why well, is it interesting? Because you gotta. It's just an interesting like hear, listening to somebody. Yeah, <laughs> trying to be humble, but at the same time trying to let you know not to fuck with them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I busted him up. I held him down. I, you know, I had to pull this out. And I, you know, but it was, you know, guy had some, it wasn't like some death, teeth, man. but it wasn't, you know. <laughs> well, I do hey, remember this one. I want to hear somebody talk about uh, a fight where they fucking tell me about the fight and they got their ass kicked. No, there's one scary situation that happened when I was like a junior in high school. I was on my way to Santa Monica High School. Like, I was walking down Michigan and like I was at the, uh, the crosswalk with the other students, like getting ready to go to school in the morning. And I was taking boxing lessons, right? And I seen this kid who was in my boxing class. Like, I never talked to him, but he was, like, a really small guy, like a skinny, like, nerdy-looking dude in my boxing class. And um, I, like, I see this homeless dude, like, this huge guy, like, probably the height of Lucky, Mm -hmm. like, this big, crazy dude. And he's, like, like, talking like mumble jumbo shit like he's like she's like high <laughs> mumble rapping mumble, mumble jumbo, jumbo shit he's screaming at that kid who was in my boxing class like the the small g- kid mm-hmm. and he was like the same age as me and i was like 
seeing this hopeless kid like getting yelled at by this homeless dude mm-hmm. and like the back of my head i'm like yo why are you letting him like talk to you like this like because the homeless dude is like all in his face like literally like screaming at him like as if he's going to attack him mm-hmm. and i'm like <laughs> why is he not doing anything and i see other kids like ignoring it and i'm like why isn't anyone doing anything right and then the homeless dude smacks the kid in the back of the head super hard what and then that's when i like without even thinking or hesitating i just like pushed the dude the homeless dude as hard as i could (laughs) and then he pulls out the biggest knife like the like it's so rusty and like gross and just sketchy and he starts like aiming it at me and then luckily there was some lady who was in the gas station who saw the incident and started screaming, I'm going to call the police. And she's on the phone. And luckily that scared the homeless dude away. But like at that moment, like when I saw that knife pulled out on me, I was like in slow motion, like, whoa, like, <laughs> is this it? Like, fuck, like, I don't know what to do. Like, right, right, I don't know right. how to like defend myself with a knife. Like, right. <laughs> fuck, that shit was spooky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That shit was spooky. When you're a kid and that shit happens to you, it is spooky. That's spooky. Well, all right. Well, that was interesting. I'm not sure we really got to the bottom of what actually happened or. I don't even know what we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking about fighting. Because I asked about the wrestling that he was doing, the big time wrestling, WWE, and then somehow it went from that to all of the fighting. Um, So. We're supposed to do a drawing. I don't know if we're going to do the drawing now. Schwartz, you want to wake up and tell us what where we're at with that? We're yeah. going to do the drawing on an Instagram live uh, later today. Jumon's okay. Instagram? Uh, sure. That works. Yeah, because I guess we're not going to do the uh, the hard luck show. I think we might be Instagram. able to. I don't know. But li- listen, so what is the drawing? The, fuck the you drawing about? is for the $1,000 cookies box giveaway. The cookies, vibes, and hard luck show box. Uh, we had people sent in uh, their entries. Mm-hmm. There's a few different ways they could have entered. And today is the day that we're going to pull that name. Um, and uh, somebody's going to get a bunch of dope shit. Yep. yep. Okay. Schwartz, after hearing that announcement, I would actually like to know, how did, did you, you dealt weed at one point in your life. Is that right? Yeah. Are you afraid of the cops? What the fuck is with the... Why did you wait? Like, are you under investigation? Is Steve wearing a wire? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> no. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. How long did you do that for? A, a while. A long time. Like, yeah. years? Yeah, years. Right. Okay. How did you make that happen? Like, I mean, Blue... Like, how much stuff was coming through you? A bit. Uh, at... What do you want to know, man? I mean, I already, already, all that episode didn't come out. That's right. Did you um, have a secretary? Or? Yeah. Like, did you have an assistant? Yeah, I had a couple people helping me out, a couple buddies of mine. Right. Yeah. Sean, because Sean asked a while back, he asked Steve, like, if I want to sell drugs, how do I do it? And Steve <laughs> gave him, like, the rundown. We wound up talking about El Chapo. And then I'm constantly <laughs> yelling at Schwartz. Schwartz gets a lot of shit. Da, 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 da. But then I'm thinking, like, wait a minute. This dude had put all that together. empire. Right, he had an empire. Breaking Schwartz. Breaking Schwartz. So Schwartz, like, explain that, because now you're kind of, like, coasting or retired. <laughs> retired, You used no. to have grow houses all over Southern California. Is that true? And what happened. Yeah, and then uh, I, uh, 
I got married for a second time. And I stopped. Well, also, too, the weed game changed, man. The prices of everything went down, and, you know, you were having to do the same amount of work um, for about half the amount of money. Now it's even less than that. Wait a second. It's funny that you bring that up, though. Because um, one of my my uh, my teacher, my guru, is actually going to be coming on the show in a couple weeks. Who's that? Um, he is a guy who pioneered the multi-billion dollar industry that you see today. Okay, listen. Um, it's going to be good. First of all, you were at one time in college, were you not? Yeah. Okay, and you were at one time a football guy, right? Correct. A jock. A football guy and yep. Okay, how does how does a nice Jewish kid go from being in sports and fucking school into weed? Why why did you decide to do that? Uh, they weren't. They were a lot of that was happening at the same time. Right, but why did you decide to do it? I smoked a lot of weed, man. Initially, it was just to grab like extra weed to to smoke for free, so I didn't have to spend anything on it. Right. So first, it was just. Like, basically cheap access to weed. Yeah, dude, I bought my first weed pipe in seventh grade homeroom. And literally from that point, it was like I grabbed a zip and just, you know. Right, but then how do you go from that to having grow houses? Yeah. Uh, Just because some people that I knew, and that's kind of what was cracking off, and they were making fucking stupid money. Right. So did you have a grow house? Yeah. What don't people understand about having a grow house? It's not easy. Yeah, why? Well, it's not easy. Well, dude, it's different nowadays because now like, you know, everybody Don't talk can about do now. It. What I'm don't saying talk is about now, now everybody can do it at the time like when these when they were really cracking off, like it wasn't okay. Like if you got, you know, you got a knock at your door or the cops fucking hit your house, it was a problem. So, Right. It's a lot different. You can put a fucking piece of paper up in your room like, oh, you know, you can grow 40 plants or whatever legally. And a lot of people don't understand what it was like back in the day, which is kind of cool why I'm going to um, have my boy come in and talk about those uh, those it, early days. I know that in the I know that in the 90s when I was still in the game with the weed and all that shit. Yeah. Good, good bud, like indoor bud that was growing house. At that time, was was anywhere from four to five thousand dollars, bro. Sometimes even six was, for yeah. a pound of weed. Okay, a pound of weed. Right. So if you would, it was worth the risk. It might be worth the risk to go fucking rent a two bedroom apartment, grow. And every 60 days, you're pulling fucking 10 pounds of weed out of that place. Or whatever it might be. You do the math on it, and it's worth it. And maybe you're working with one other guy, and you can make some fucking good money running the risk. Right. But it got to a point as it started to go down, and when le- when it got legal, when that happened, right? then it just fucking everybody out of weed. All right. So, Schwartz, do you hear how Steve went through some specifics and he was explaining the girl house and you were nodding? I'm trying to get to that place with you and it's like almost impossible, my friend. Like, uh, you're a very hard person to interview. It's like pulling teeth. It's really like pulling teeth because you don't give specifics. It's a, dude, it's a little weird. Like, I come from an era that you didn't really talk about that shit. 
Right. Well, we're not so, there anymore. I get it, but you know, old habits die hard, man. It's it's really it's not like shit that you really talked about. And one time we did an interview, and I kind of said some things, and I think Steve looked at me twice, and I was like, hey, "What the fuck am I doing?" Like, Steve, is that true? Did you, know? you put the fucking maybe, kibosh? Maybe, you looked at him maybe twice. Maybe was giving a little bit too much. Are you giving up too much <laughs> game shorts? <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you, you don't want to. You don't want to convict. He doesn't want to be the guy giving it all up over the phone, right? But the there's phone. a way to do it where you don't. Sure. And Schwartz, I'm just trying to figure out. Like, first, it was just to support your own habit, and then at some point, you have a grow house. And I'm asking, like, so did you rent a house? Did you guys? How yeah. many plants are in there? Do you want me <laughs> to go through it? All you have to do is talk, and then you can get to the place. I mean, we have convicted felons and unconvicted felons on this show okay that come in and talk about murders and stabbings and fucking killing and da 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 they they're able well, to nobody's do it. getting picked back up on right and then i turn to schwartz who he gets mad because i bust his chops but then i turn to schwartz and go schwartz the interesting thing about you is that you are a big fucking had a weed empire and then all of a sudden you clam up like baby gummo so like, what's the story? Like, how did it go? What's the what's the story? Okay, the interesting <laughs> part. Forget about the grow houses and shit, because honestly, like, what he's talking about, the mid to late nineties were the glory days for the weed game, and there were spots in mostly in the valley, some on the west side, where there were a lot of houses getting blown up, ten, twenty, thirty light setups. And yeah, you were talking about those prices for weed. You're getting $600 an ounce before it was even done and clipped. Right. So it was worth the Three risk. Three buys. But it was fucking dangerous. I mean, we used to have to go to hydro stores and, and like people walk into them freely now or look up on the internet. Like the thought of in the 90s going online and looking up, even the late 90s when the internet was cracking, and looking up like lights or things that you would need to grow are so foreign we used to take trips like different directions to the grow house i mean to the uh to the the uh, hydro stores just to pick up like fucking pa like shit you need to ph because you got to do all this like scientist shit hold on okay hold on hold on now now we're starting to get somewhere okay so right now it's like you got to cover your tracks and you got to make sure that nobody can follow one guy or like the whole group's not going in the same direction to the store to purchase weed growing equipment. Do I have that right? For sure. Cause cops would actually like wait by those stores to see who was growing. Right. So, right. What, what kind of car were you driving at the time? A Honda Accord. Okay. So you had a Honda Accord. Was it all tricked out? Yeah. What, it was what, slammed. Yeah. Yeah. It was lowered. Yeah. Did it have rims? Like alloy ones, not like chrome and shit. Okay, all right. What was the coolest thing on your Honda Accord? Uh, a super expensive system. Yeah, what kind of system was it? Was it Alpine? Dude, you you want me to tell you a good story about the system? Sure. So, Why don't you all help us out with a good story, please? That would be great. Shorts. No, it's all good. It's, it's, don't it's get like good. that. No, no, no. It's not. Get it's not fucking, good. Uh, it's not good, uh, man. Uh, so let's get back onto the track of the story. So right. So, anyways, you were asking me about the uh, going separate ways. Everybody's yeah. going splitting yeah, up exactly. the thing. Right. Because cops are watching you. Right. Yeah, that's just what it is. Back. I mean, that's just what it was back then. Uh, if right. you got it's caught with one of these apartments, I'm done. Or you rented a house. Fuck it. That had grow plants in it. 
And back in the 90s, you got caught for that shit, bro. You were going to fucking jail for fucking... A long time. Yeah, well, I don't know about a long time, but you're going to jail for fucking three, four, five years for growing fucking weed, man. Yeah. Or moving around with that shit. Right. Yeah. And, and now it's like now it's like drinking wine. Everybody smokes weed. Yeah. Now, I sense a little bit of bitterness. You're a little bit angry with where things are at now. Are you kind of frustrated with it? Oh, it's just a different, you know, it, it's... No, I think it's great, actually. I think everybody should should smoke weed. But is I'm a there big... a little bit of personal inside, like... Oh, for sure. Like, yeah, every time I look at one of these stores that looks like a fucking Walmart where you go to get weed and you have these idiots kind of making tons of money. 22-year-old um, telling you how it's going to affect yeah, you in a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, it's something I could never imagine, but... Um, we're here and, and unfortunately I think it's a lot of the people that put in the hard work, not even really myself. I mean, I did put a good amount of work in, but, um, there's some other people that, uh, feel kind of got left behind by that, the growth in the weed game. Did, did I heard something about that? If you were convicted of a, a crime, including marijuana, and that if you served time or something, that you have action at getting a license. Is that true? I haven't heard that. I don't know. You get a, you got action at getting a distro license for a shop. Oh, really? I didn't if know that. If you're somebody that, uh, yeah, some crazy like that. You haven't heard that? No. Nah. They should, though. Yeah, I think they should, too. So, and I got another question. If in the early 90s, good gr- weed growing out of California, especially indoor, was going for say six thousand dollars at the highest. Today, would you say that even a pound's going for a thousand? Yeah, yeah. You can still find like top quality connoisseur shit going for like eighteen, eighteen. Yeah, eighteen. Which was one time five or six grand. Dude, back in the day, um, I we actually got more for it. That's like crazy in the sevens. Yeah, seven thousand an elbow, and people were fucking happy to get it. They would say thank you. So, uh, Juman, you got any more questions on that? Nope, I'm good. Okay, we're all good on the weed thing. Yeah. Mm. What's next? Shorts. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> We're not even close to done. No, we're done with the weed okay. thing. I, I opened it up for Schwartz and <laughs> to maybe tell us some interesting, cool little like weed stories, but you he cleared it out. We're all good. Thank you for that. That was really entertaining. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. What happened? So, you got sick this week? I did. Okay. Yeah. And? I got sick and took a bunch of fucking COVID tests because I was worried that I had COVID. Oh, shit. And what did the tests say? The tests were all negative. No matter how many times I did it, how many times I wanted a fucking reason to understand why I was sick. Because, you know, ever since COVID started, there's like, there's either COVID or nothing. So, right. There's right. no more it's colds. Like, right. There's, there's no, no more cold flu. flus. Right. It's right. either you have COVID or no. Nope. Right. Okay, you're cool. Still right. infect everybody with bronchitis, but, right. you know. Right, right, So, yeah, it was a, it was a rough week, but I woke up feeling super shitty. 
um, like, no, yeah, it was just, I hadn't been sick in a long time, and so it, it was a rough week. It's, cra- I, it's, go ahead. No, no, go. I was going to say, I just wanted to know, it's crazy, because the prior shows that we recorded on Saturday before was a discussion about all of our wives complaining about that we're still doing the show, and there's COVID, and one in four, and Omicron, and Schwartz gets a lot of grief from Megan mm-hmm. about COVID, so is there I any- love you, sweetheart. Is there any... Listener of the show. Yes. Is there any, um, did she believe the test or what was her attitude when you got sick? Was she by your side with mint tea or how did that go? Yeah, no, I got grief because for like a couple <laughs> days I didn't, I didn't even tell her I wasn't feeling well. So, um, yeah, cause I didn't want to fucking have to hear about it, man. Like, oh, you got COVID for, you know. Right. So, yeah, man, no, I, dude, I, I just hear these stories, man. If you guys, it makes you want to just run to the altar, huh? Fuck, dude, dude, I'm so fucking glad I'm not married to a fucking woman, bro. I have a buddy of mine God who was damn. supposed to get married in March or April of 2020. You know, like whatever. What happened? He woke summer. up and got yeah, smart. No, yeah, you heard, he heard your your message. His wedding, I'm straight. His wedding got canceled because of COVID. Good. It has not. It has not been brought rescheduled. It has not been. No, it's not been rescheduled, and it has not been brought up. Every time I ask him, I'm like, "So you guys got a? You guys get a rescheduled day?" He's like, "Nope, nope, not like." He probably got the vaccination and knocked something loose in his head. Got him thinking straight. Yeah, no, he. uh, You know, well. And then what else? I mean, so you get sick. I would imagine your whole extended family and your mom's in a medical situation. Yeah. So it's like yeah, your whole extended family, did they have any comments about it? Yeah. Well, my mom, you know, she's still in the hospital and uh, dealing with some shit. So, you know, selfishly, her concern was, did you get a test? I'm so worried about you. But then it's like, as I'm getting the test, it's like, so uh, what What time are you going to be here at the hospital? So, it's yeah, it was... Uh, it was a lot of those calls and a lot of, you know, people checking in and checking up on me. And, uh, yeah, I think I took five COVID tests this week. And they were all negative. Damn. All negative. All negative. I talk, I took two negative. Right. You? Uh, I didn't take any. You're just negative. I, I didn't take any. By the time, because I talked about the outbreak. By the time, first of all, I didn't get sick, but remember I remember how much grief he was getting because I didn't have a mask on. Right. Oh, he was getting. And I'm lot. still COVID free. And I'm and right. So, uh, I mean, I'm beyond it now. I mean, I'm fucking fine. But 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 I don't know. I don't know. I talked to Schwartz on the. This is what okay, Mister and Mrs. Earbuds. If you got to hear, you might notice I'm a little frustrated t- dealing with Schwartz. You might pick that up that a guy drives me fucking bonkers. It's because when he and I have a phone call outside of the show, it's amazing. Mm. The guy's like, "Oh, my uncle, he didn't call me up, and I told him I was negative." But, but he then gets he, shy on there. And then he goes, "But then my uncle was like, hey, you a fucking, you also smoke a lot of weed, so that might mess up your lungs, right, man?'" And then he goes, "God, everybody's got a fucking two cents," and I can only imagine in Schwartz's family that there's got to be so much fucking like hawking rigmarole oh and i want to hear this because you know so many of our listeners can fucking identify but you don't do it yeah we got a lot of unhappy fucking married (laughs) listeners bro god damn schwartz and i'm not even saying you're unhappy married you are you are married 
Right. Steve said. You guys are happily married. I'm happily unmarried. Right. Correct. Yeah. But even your uncle, every fucking old Alta Cocker on the fucking things probably Alter got some Cocker. shit to tell you about blah, 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 blah. And you got to sit there and rope a dope and listen. But you don't go into any of that. Instead, you just that. clams up and he's like, well, I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I don't know. All of a sudden, I don't know anything. Right. It drives me fucking insane. Um, I fucking hate it. I actually hate it. Schwartz, you make me hate you sometimes. You know what that? happened well, to that motherfucker? That fucking let's talk about that fucking football player. Wait, wait, wait. before we get there. Yeah, blue eyes, right? Yes, sir. Um, you told me about a story that. Oh yeah, I mean, you told me a story. Yeah, about the scariest thing you've seen in a long time. Yeah. Do you recall that? Uh, <laughs> you mean uh, when we were at Starbucks? Uh well when the story was that uh, just tell that yeah. story oh I I just saw a video with of a guy like getting stranded on a zip line mm-hmm. and then the zip line the <laughs> zipper I don't know what the fuck that's called on the zip line breaks and he's just hanging on like the the backup thing whatever that is mm-hmm. and then he's stuck out there on the fucking thing and I just been thinking about it all and did they get him. I don't know. It doesn't show What that. happened? What did he do? Oh, Walk wait. us through the goddamn thing. He, well, you just see it's already broken, right? The the part that zips down, the part with the wheels and shit. Right. <laughs> so he's just hanging on. It's like a GoPro or something, and he's just hanging on by this backup carabiner. And he's trying to hold on to the thing, but he's sliding down because he's at an angle. Can you imagine? Bro. So then what? And so he starts, he's trying to hold himself you know, so he's not sliding, but he can't. And then he starts sliding on the carabiner, and the carabiner is like fucking smoking. There's like so much friction on because he's sliding super fast, and he's trying to hold himself. You know, from from can't going grab too that fast. Rope like yeah, that. and yeah. his hands get burned from smoking. Yeah, uh, it's fucking. You ever done a zip line, Steve? Nightmares. No, I'm having no, nightmares. No, dude. My my wife and I. We... I would though. My wife and I went to a place in Colorado. You have to take a train into the Rockies to get to it, and it's the biggest zipline course in the world. That's and, dope. And it's all on these fucking trees, right? Now, my wife is a fucking worrywart. I mean, that's what she is. But she also wants to do this thrilling weekend shit, right? So every time we go up on these things, she's like, let's go. And then we get up there, and she's like, oh, right, and I start yeah. shaking the shit. I'm like, look, this doesn't feel stable. She's like, stop it. <laughs> like right. I'm like, dude, that that is that bolt tight in yeah, the right, in the right. thing, whatever. We went on that thing across rivers, ravines. Anytime, How fun is that? I love it. Yeah. I fucking love that. Um, but if that thing would have would have snapped, you'd be fucked. You'd be like fucked. falling out of a plane, dude. You would slam right into the side of a fucking rock. Right? How are you gonna explain that? I was like a jerk off zip lining. You know, you didn't even die heroically. You're on some stupid fucking zip line and you die. Sean, have you ever done a zip line? Never. Will you? Yeah. Oh. Did that look like some janky ass zipline? No, shit? it looked like a really, really sick one. And, but I mean, he looks down, and I, it's got to be two hundred feet <sighs> on a wire, bro. Speaking of scary things, uh, a woman had a fucking near death experience. She was uh, feeling chest pains and almost had a fucking heart attack. Ooh. There is an ex-reality star. She had made $200,000 selling her farts in jars. <laughs> Steve's just sort of staring Roseanne. at Roseanne. 
Listen. She look at she now. First of all, could you any? Would you buy any any woman's fart in a jar? No, I don't understand that. (laughs) She made two hundred thousand dollars selling farts in a jar, bro. Think about that. How much was each fart? I think each fart was a thousand bucks. That's fucking holy shit. She sold two hundred fucking farts in a jar. Oh, in like a three-month period or something. Like something short. It wasn't crazy. That's fucking crazy, bro. I mean, how do you... First of all, how do you fart into a jar? Like, what's the procedure there? Like, did she have... Did she wear like some sort of like, you know, plastic underwear with like... like a screw-in thing. Or like maybe there was like, you know, like in the dryer when you see that little collapsible thing yeah. that lets the hot air out? Right. Did she have that coming out of her underpants into a jar? Right. I used to know guys in middle school that used to at parties farting. Light them, fart on fire. Well, these one guys at a party, those red cups that are turned upside down, they used to fart and turn them upside down so that when party goers came and wanted to get a drink, they would flip it over and smell this terrible (laughs) fucking fart, dude. That's great. (laughs) Listen, Steph Maddow, 31, from Connecticut, recently found herself in the emergency room after experiencing shooting pains in her chest. Concerned doctors ran tests, but later told the 90-day fiancé star that the symptoms were actually caused by excess gas. She began selling her farts back in November, just in time for the holiday season. She began selling her farts back in November after receiving requests on the adult content site Unfiltered. She charged $1,000 for the unique product and made $200,000 total to keep up with demand. She saw, which saw her producing up to 15 jars worth of farts a week. 50 jars of farts a week. She's the self-proclaimed fartrepreneur, opted for a high-fiber diet. She was eating mostly beans and eggs and later protein shakes after discovering it made her farts smell worse. But in the end, the doctors told her she was experiencing very intense gas pains and advised her to change her diet. Hmm. And like, here's a little, let's see if we can actually hear her working on her fart jar. What? Look at that chick, Steve. Blonde hair. Not too bad looking. Right? She's on, online on her computer taking farts. She's got a little jar. I made $45,000 in one week selling my jars of farts. And ever since my last TikTok went viral, I've been getting a lot of questions such as, how long do the farts last? Did I really fart 97 times in two days? Who buys my farts and why? And what are some of my tips and tricks? So the first question I get asked a lot is how long do the farts last? And the smell is most prominent for the first two days. But as I like to say, one whiff makes memories that last a lifetime. Un-fucking-believable. I I mean, you might... I don't fucking understand why someone would want to fucking buy a fart. You know, normally I don't think people deserve to be victims of crime. But I actually think you should be robbed. If you're spending your discretionary income on flatulence caught in a glass jar. Yeah. At that point in time, you should be stolen from. Like, somebody yeah. else needs that money. Unbelievable. Um, all right. Also in the news, North Korea claims yeah. that Kim Jong-un's dad invented the burrito. The burrito. All right. Did you hear that? 
I heard it. What's the deal with that? I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't even see how that's even possible. And instead of tortillas, they refer to it as wheat wraps. But it just seems crazy to me that we've had burritos going on this side of the planet probably since 14, 1500. Right. And then North Korea is claiming that they invented the burrito back in 2011. That either, I mean, <laughs> I mean, what the fuck are they thinking about? I that we invented the burrito in 2011. I think that's what happens when you shut your entire country down You're from right. the internet. Right? They don't know. They don't know. They've they think li- they did. Yeah, they're living in a in a solitary country confinement, and they just think they just discovered the burrito, and they think they invented it. And also, you know, North Korea, like, they're they're like military outfits are weird, man. Aren't half the people in North Korea starving to death too? Right. right. I think that's cruel. It'd be like, I invented the burrito, but now you're gonna starve. They're, they're not feeding nobody with it. No, he invented the burrito, but he kept it for himself. Right. I don't know. It just seems crazy. I wish people would sound off on it. Savage squirrel attacked 18 residents, and they put the squirrel down. I love these stories. I love squirrel attack stories because everybody acts like squirrels are so cute. And I'm like, man, squirrels are fucking savage ninja. It'll rip your fucking eyes out. What are you doing? Stop sending your little toddler to go feed nuts to the squirrel because that squirrel is going to rip the head off the toddler. Yeah. A squirrel who set upon 18 people carrying out a number of brutal attacks, leaving its victims needing hospital treatment, has Uh. been put down. Imagine a squirrel so dangerous that the government had to kill it. Yeah, dog, they had to put it down. They put a task force after it. <laughs> oh, I, I, it's a gray squirrel. Um, dude, look at, see that guy right there? Granddad, 72, had thumb ripped off in a vicious dog attack. Damn. Yeah. Um, Damn. So where are we at with the, with the, with the drawing? Okay, where are we at with the drawing? You want to do that now? Can we do that now? Do you want to do that at Big Lux's hat, or how do you want to do it? No, we're going to do it soon on Instagram Live. Okay. All right, but are we going to record it also on the podcast, or what? We can on the next episode if you want. Um. All right, well, January 6th was the anniversary of the Capitol riots. Does anybody give a shit? Fuck. Blue eyes, why you weigh in, motherfucker? You're this... Come on, man. Do you care? Is really going no, on. I mean, I just think that uh, I hope I hope that something comes out of it. I mean, it feels like they're still investigating, right? How much more do they need to investigate? I mean, you saw everything was filmed. I mean, I guess there has been a, a bunch of people that went that went to jail over it, right? There have been actually, yeah, some people that did go to jail over it. But I mean, I just feel like, honestly, as much as I hate it, I also feel like. Who gives a shit? Like, nothing changed. Right. Why hasn't anything changed? Sean, why hasn't anything I don't changed? No, it just seems like no matter who's in power, and it just, nothing ever fucking changes. Steve? Wait, uh, and, and, and I think so. I think so, too. I think that a lot of, I think that a lot of our guests, I think that a lot of our listeners, somebody said, oh, they don't really give a fuck about it. Right. And I think that that's true because I think there's a lot of people that in general feel like they're done with that shit. They already knew it was like that or 
Yeah, nothing's happening. Like oh, it's a general feeling. Right. Already, you know. Yeah, but like it's another what? it's another show that was put on. I think a lot of our listeners look at all these people who rushed one of the symbols of our government and our country and did some pretty heinous shit and didn't face any consequences where a lot of everyday people like us, we did anything even a hundredth of that. We'd Would be, be facing jail time. And de- or death, yeah. Right. Yep. So, I mean, so I don't think So we're done it's, with it, pretty much. It's like, it's embarrassing to talk about it. It is an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment. Right. Those people are all white. Oh, that's true. There's a correlation there, probably, right. with why a lot of people are done with it. I mean, some the of white them... white thing. Some of them got four years. Like that dude fucking... The, the shaman, fuck, the, ma- the motherfucker that's complaining about his food. Yeah, the one that wanted organic bitch. food. Right, bitch. Yep. Where have we? Where? What kind of a person are you that you stormed the castle for a revolution, but then in prison you're like, I need to heat. I can't eat this. You're bitch. At, you're bitch made, and you're a bitch. You're a bitch. He's a bitch. How did we get to a coward? Point, how do we have grown men that are not grown men? Like they're not. Do- they're they're children. They're cowards. Bitch ass cowards. Every last person that showed up to that fucking thing is a fucking coward. And they're only pumped up when they're deep together. Right. But you start separating them. Like, you see, they all start telling. They all start crying. They all start complaining. And they all start trying to get out of it. Right. Because all of them are rats. They're all coward-ass rats. I don't think any of them even took their sentencing like a fucking man. Right. I did it. Okay. Send me in. Think Give about me your you. sentence and let me go do my time. Nah, they're all screaming, crying, and bitching and complaining all the way. And that is a true sign of a bitch. You know how many people... And a in- bitch is going to rat and tell and do whatever it can to get out of it because it's a bitch because it can't handle. They don't have enough balls to stand up on what they did. Right. Can't even stand on that. Chad, Chad, right? Chad Marks, the guy that we just had on. Yeah. That dude had to do forty years, and he didn't bitch like that right. at all. And, and and that really wasn't fair. Right. So think about that. Think about that. Think about that. Because it's a paper fucking lion or tiger, or however you want to call it. Right. Shit's a fake toilet paper lion, tiger, whatever the fuck you call it. <laughs> Fakes, bro. Right. All right, Schwartz. I'm turning it over to you. What's our next topic? Did we already cover Antonio Brown? Well, no, we didn't. That son of a bitch. Yeah. Is he a son of a bitch? I don't know, man. Guy's a fucking head case. Yeah. Tell you that much. He's looking for fucking... To me, it seems like he's constantly looking for fucking attention. We don't have enough time in the entirety of our recording multiple episodes to go through the fucking... Bullshit. His rap sheet in the NFL. Listen. Okay. And then I want you to talk about it. Because so I'm looking at Reddit. Somebody went in and laid it all out, all the weird shit he did. Let me just... And hey, don't read it now, Schwartz. Hmm. Fucking respond like a, like you're just hearing it. Or I want to hear all your guys' opinions, okay? Here Bring we go. It. First thing he did was he drove 100 down McKnight Road in Pittsburgh, which has a 45 mile per hour speed limit. Did you hear about that? Good. Okay. Trashed a condo and threw furniture out of a window, 14th floor window, which almost hit some people, notably almost hit a kid. Rock star shit. (laughs) Killed a home aquarium full of piranhas and refused to pay the man who installed the tank. Schwartz, what's your response to that? Unbelievable. Uh, You know what? Fuck it. I'm not reading any more of this. 
I'm not reading anymore. No, hold on. I want you to. I want you to put put this up. Go go on nah, there. Nah, fuck you, Schwartz. Fuck you, Schwartz. Yeah, okay. No, I'm fuck serious. No, fuck you. Okay. You know what? You slow the fucking show down. You don't do things. You don't listen to what's going on. All you're on is your own fucking agenda. We're sitting here rolling, and then all of a sudden you go, you look down at your phone. I'm trying to run through these I things. I was trying to send you something, Frank. I don't Daniel give Brown. a shit what you're okay. trying. Okay, all right. Why do you interrupt? I don't. I don't. Yes, you do. Okay. Shorts, you drive me fucking nuts. Yeah, got it. All right, bro. All right, bro? What is that? Right. All right. Put up your fucking video. Let's go. You do it. No, it's good, man. No, you go. No, it's good, bro. No, you go, bro. <laughs> hey, come good. on. Don't puss out, coward. Why are you walking out? Look at that. That's how you run your whole life, Schwartz. I'm going to fucking kill that guy. Sean, where do we go from here? Steve, where do I go from here? Am I too hard on him? I mean, you're laughing. Uh, that's a little hard, a little, little aggressive. Was it? I think so, but I don't know what where the root of your anger comes from. Mm. I feel like this whole episode, I started getting mad at Shorts. Yeah, you did. You, I mean, you talked about it in the beginning. Yeah, Steve. I mean, listen. I I want your opinion for real. Let's get real on the show, man. Maybe I'm over the top. I'm not even on energy drinks. Steve, well, what do you think is actually going on? I'm not. I'm not really mad at him on his on the show here. Uh, my frustrations are on other things that I happen to do outside of the show. But on the show, uh, it's obvious some things you don't want to talk about, or he doesn't have the capacity, or whatever it might be. But it's quick to understand when he doesn't want to talk about something, or you're not getting anything. I don't know why you want to beat it out of him. But you're running it into a place where he's gonna go outside. Nobody's gonna sit there and sit there and take that, right? But I, I, I certainly wouldn't. I know, but we, you and I, have actually had some serious arguments on the air about right bands, yeah. and we hash it out. Maybe there's an understanding. Maybe there isn't. That's not the dynamic of him, though. That's not. What's the dynamic for him? I mean, just. I don't know, but. Why doesn't uh, I mean? Come on, man! I don't understand why doesn't anybody know. Go ahead, Sean. You you got a lot of fucking. I'm, I got a question. Go ahead. And, uh, like, what is it? Why? What's with the the level of anger? Yeah. Like, what what has pushed you that far? Okay. All right. So let's talk about that. I feel like when by now I've communicated directly and indirectly to Schwartz that like, hey, you know. When we're on the show and even off the show, like if we're on the show, right? This is where we're going. This is what the show style is. This is what we're talking about. Steve isn't trained. I'm not trained. You're not really trained for being a host or talking, mm-hmm. right? And so, but we open up, we bring out, we don't close off different subjects. We don't give general answers. We're not. Um, specific we get right to it so oftentimes and Sean you've even turned his mic down on the show Mm -hmm. why did you do that I don't like having mics on that are when they're not when someone's not talking when did you why did you turn his mic down specifically his today anytime just because he wasn't talking or he was saying like oh yeah Mm -hmm. all right yeah all right Mm -hmm. 
Uh. Right. And why and is that? Why is that a problem? It's annoying. Okay. Because so, it's pointless, like, added whatever. Commentary. Right. So all of these things, Steve, mm-hmm. are like there. I feel like I've communicated to him directly, indirectly about it. Then we're starting to go in a direction with Antonio Brown. I've got a list, and I wanted to go down the list. Mm-hmm. I had gotten to three before he had tuned out mm-hmm. and was pulling up his own YouTube to tell me to go to his YouTube thing, which I could have done at any time. Mm-hmm. But he's taking the time to interrupt. Right. And he's not actually listening, and he's got Antonio Brown things to say. He's a football guy. Right. So what I'm saying is, is I get super mad by this point because we've already walked down. He's not going to talk about weed because he's afraid of some kind of prosecution, which is never going to happen. Mm. And then he's going to talk about fights in a general way where we're going to get down to whatever. Mm. But he wants to be on the show and he wants that mic there and he hounds Sean. Every time Sean turns his mic off, he snaps his fingers and points at the goddamn mic in his headphones and is telling Sean, turn my mic on. And I'm down with having him on the show. I'm not. About that, but for whatever reason, he passive aggressively can't stick with the program. Hmm. Sean, listen. Are so, you seeing this, Sean? Do you yeah. see this? Do you see this? Yeah, I mean, I, I can see where you would be irritated and um, and have been fed up with it. Yeah, Steve, can you see this? Yes, to a point I can. Right. I didn't bring shorts on to be a personality in our show, brother. Let me be clear with that. Do first. that. Go ahead. I we brought shorts on, right, to handle all of the scheduling of guests, right, and to get people on, right. I don't need another personality. To be honest with you, I don't right. need another personality. If he wants to come in and sit in, and he's got something to add, cool. And when he doesn't, we keep it moving. This show was going on a long time before Schwartz got here. And it was cool. And it's cool whether he comments or not. So I don't need Schwartz in it. And I feel like sometimes you're riding, 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 riding Schwartz. And you spend 20 minutes riding this guy for an answer. And I'm like, leave this motherfucker alone. Right. It's turning into a whole show of you badgering him instead of the fucking hard luck show. I don't need him to answer shit. And it's fine if he doesn't have shit to say. It's perfect. If he has nothing to say and when he does open up and he does have shit to say, it's funny and cool. I ain't waiting on Schwartz for that. I need Schwartz to line up these fucking shows. Right. Handle the guests during the week. Yeah. Get this fucking schedule unlocked and bring in shows like he did today with that show that we all met, commended him for. Right. But if the dude don't want to talk about this or a fight and everything he says, he's getting clowned on. Right. Everything he says, right. he's getting clowned on. There's only so much before the guy's just going to be like, I don't really have anything yeah. to say, man. So maybe you need to get with him. I mean, he's a little bitch not sharp on that. Somebody's going to be the fucking guy here. Right. Be it and stop complaining about it. And if it's too much, then, then we don't need that dynamic. But it's a lot. It's like he's getting clowned a lot, bro. And it's got to get frustrating to the guy. Yeah, he's the not whole, in on it. But listen, he is in on it because he and I have talked about it off air. Second of all, when he has a good question for Chad Marks, he pe- throws it out there. I don't step on it. Of course. Sure. And the only reason why it starts to get clowned is when 
I'm asking him a question to open up and share an interesting insight. And let me tell you something. I'm sitting there trying to pull stuff together, right? And then he refuses <laughs> to fucking just talk. Ali was great. And, 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 but, uh, and we do need the... And so... I think you should... I don't think you need to keep prying once you read that it's not going down that lane. Pop off of it. He'll come into it when he wants to. I hear you, but at the same time... Then you, need to work, then you need to work it out with him. I you feel need to like, work it out then with him. I feel like there's something else. Like something, There's yeah. something like... There's like a grain of sand. That's something that's rubbing you the wrong way about Schwartz. And that's yeah. what causes the... I, I'm not saying that, that there was a, something that you maybe um, shouldn't have got irritated about, but the level of what you, how you were irritated yeah. is a little yeah. bit... Yeah, you're real short with the guy and so real I'm, hot today. I'm wondering if there's something else. It's like, or just like maybe a pet peeve that he hit that you like aren't fucking having. Like you're done having fucking that level of irritation you've you've had it before from somebody else or something like that because it's hitting hmm. you really hard brother hmm. really hard mm-hmm. hmm. who does he remind you of who does he remind me of my expectations of Schwartz yeah our expectations of him getting our shows together right him being on top of shit him finding him doing all the work around Saturday Get what I'm saying? That's what, what. So when we're in here talking and he passes on shit or he doesn't really say it, I'm like, all right. Yeah, I don't always like it, but I'm like, let's keep it moving, dude. Like, okay, great. Like, that's so. But, but there's somewhere in there that dynamic you want. That's why you spend time trying to get it out of him because somewhere it's important. I don't feel like it's that important, so I don't try. It doesn't matter that much to me whether he has something to say here. I want him to bring this shit to the show and handle the calendar. You know what? This is what I'm going to say. Like, <clears throat> I mean, Sean raises a good point. I don't know. Like, Ali, right? Mm-hmm. Ali is not the most extroverted person. But he came in and he started opening up and talking about stuff. And he was answering the questions and going into places. And, you know, we have an expectation of Schwartz to... You know, he's the showrunner extraordinaire to do stuff outside of the show. But I've always felt, maybe this is my bad, but I've always felt that if you're on this show, and we did it with Sean, we did it with you, we did it with me. If you're on the show, then your personality is part of the show. One of the things that separates this show from so many of the other podcasts, the other podcasts are the ones that hear the subtext and let it go. The other podcasts are the ones where it's like you don't really get to know the actual people, their real thing. An actual real fight doesn't happen on air. That's the other podcast. And maybe it's also part that I fucking love this show so much. Mm -hmm. I care about the reality of this motherfucking show Mm -hmm. that I don't want, you know, uh, an issue to not be be on. I don't want to say what I think. Dude. Do you know how many times that fight with Tate Fletcher, mm-hmm. right? That was something where I'm fucked. There was about a week where I was like, what did I do? What did I say? I shouldn't have said that. There was a million things I said to myself about like how I should have come off, how I should have comported myself and all this other kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. 
because I was afraid of being judged by the group or I was afraid of being judged by the listeners. And I know that there are some that hate me out there. And I'm like, oh. But I let it ride for what it was because the truth of the matter is it was a real conversation. It wasn't some phony baloney. Now, look, if we want to be some jerk-off crew, that fucking, all we want to do is sell advertising space to whoever's going to pay the highest fucking dollar. Mm-hmm. From my perspective, that's going to go right to the fucking ground. Mm-hmm. We, you, I mean, we might as well just read Wikipedia pages about serial killers. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm being serious. Yes. This show so, is serious. So, so when we have Chad Marks on, part of the reason why we can get to Chad Marks in such a great way is... We are having a real conversation and we're asking some real questions because in this show, the dynamic is really real. Mm-hmm. So we gave kudos to Shorts for that. And I still give him kudos. Right? But my problem is, is this wasn't even like me writing him. At this point, I did the thing. And everybody can listen to the show and be like, you know what? Chumahan got frustrated here and he stopped asking Schwartz about anything and said, fine, fuck it. That's good. Then Steve kind of stepped in and tried to like ameliorate the situation. Hmm, ameliorate. Right. I like that word. So, but the point is, is that then we moved on to Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking one down this this list. Now, Schwartz could have got the the video ready and then said to me at the end of the list, but we hadn't even gotten to the part where um, he had... Uh, uh, dyed his mustache blonde or when Antonio Brown farted on a doctor mm. or became Mr. Big Chest or demanded a trade from the Steelers. The, the the joke of the thing was the accumulation of all the things that went on before we get to the part where he just rips his clothes off and walks off the field at the Bucks. Yes. Right? That was part of it. And in the middle of that, he just slowed the whole fucking thing down by switching gears and wanting to go on some shit that he thought was was good. Right, and I didn't read all that like that. I didn't look at it like he was slowing down the show or he was doing... I didn't see it like that. You you do because you were pulling up the thing and you're ready to go down one lane and he's starting to try and, you know, bullshit the other. So, you know. And on top of that... I wanted him to be responding, and I laid that out initially when I said, here, I'm going to run down this list, and it was going to be fast, actually. And some of them, you guys were like, I don't know if that even have a great, no, yes, blah. And I thought, okay, great, we're going to go into a rhythm, and then he fucking all of a sudden wants to talk about a video, and I'm telling you, bro, I don't know, maybe I am fucked up. Sean, you're listening to this. You know me better than anybody else, so you let me know. At that point in time, I wanted to fucking... Call up a crazy dude with steel pil- uh, toed maybe, boots. Maybe these guys could just go outside and handle it. You guys should go heads up. Maybe we should give you guys some boxing gloves. Yeah. Let's do it. I mean, why? I don't know. I Even now, I'm feeling like maybe you guys don't fully. I I, I don't, man. I, I, I know I, you don't. I don't know why you don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't I, I don't have that. But those expectations on him, I never did. Not inside of this room and on the show. Not expectations, not to see where we're going and not derail the flow? I didn't see it as derailing. I wouldn't have got... I, you're going to derail when you spend that much time on somebody who doesn't want to do something. That's when I feel the derail. Right. That's when I think it starts derailing. So I when should just ignore it. When you chasing him down, I'm like, dude, what are we fucking 15 minutes into fucking arguing here? Yeah. I don't... I mean, like, I get it. And I get real. And I get us keeping it in. But... Um, 
I don't have those expectations of him. Sean, can you go and get Sh- Schwartz and bring him in and let's see if we can't handle this? Please? <laughs> like grown men. Like grown men. Let's see what happens. That's my football guy right there. Right. I know. I'm just saying, man. I was I'm walking down the thing. I wish Schwartz would just let it flow. And you're right. I can hear what you're saying. You're saying, look, bro, if you chase it down, that's the block. But I don't know that either he's going to come around on his own time or he ain't going to come around. He's not built like that. And if he's not built like that, we'll leave it there then. If he's not built like that and he's not coming around, then I understand what you're saying, man. But No, I mean, if, if it's not really what he wants, right? Yeah, I hear you. Right? If it's not really what he wants, then that's, that's where I at. should just leave it there. But maybe that's a bigger conversation, though. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Sean's- because there's there's something that's not happening in here. And um... what, can you hear them? What are they saying? I can't do it, man. Schwartz, please. Come on back in. Schwartz. Please come in. Let's see if we can't come to. First of all, I apologize for name calling. Okay. Schwartz. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, blue eyes. So it's not coming from me. Yes. Why don't you kind of give Schwartz a rundown of? Well, let me ask you this. Actually, Schwartz, let me open the floor to you. I'm not gonna yeah. put any parameters on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your perspective in this situation? Well, I mean, you you took it to a level that. Um... I'm not cool with, um, and kind of took me a little bit by surprise, so I'm not gonna, you know, um, yeah, I don't know, I, I, I honestly don't know, because I'm a little, um, pretty pissed, a little hurt, right. um, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I was actually in mid kind of processing and trying to calm myself down um, when Sean came out to bring me back in. So in 100% honesty, I'm, I'm not really, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, say, go ahead and say No, no, I, no I'm telling you. I just, I, I really don't know. I, uh, yeah, I'm kind of, kind of haven't had, uh, I don't have my thoughts all together. All right. Steve. That's that's honest. Yeah. And Steve, right, is saying, uh, I ride you a lot, right? Like anybody would be upset by that to an extent. Steve's saying that the, and Sean, everybody, actually, everybody in here agrees that the level was too high. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Right, Steve? Yeah. Seems like there's something underneath that. Right. (laughs) Um, and because got him you, crying in there now. Ali? Yep. Is Ali, are you crying, Ali? No, he's not crying. <laughs> <laughs> Ali's wiping his eyes. Uh, Ali's all upset in there. Listen, and... Uh, all right, Shorts. The guys were asking me, like, what's the level of... Why did it get to that level? And I'm like, I'm not even on energy drinks. 
maybe that's yeah, maybe the that's problem. problem. <laughs> maybe. Um, and I don't know that right now it would be super productive for me to explain all the grievances and all that stuff, right? Because like you said, you don't necessarily have all your thoughts together. Right. <clears throat> I guess I also think that one of the things we should think about is... Um, you know, do you want to be like on air personality guy? You're asking me? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I would like to be, but I'm not, I'm not going to like that shit that went down. It's, I'm not going to be here for that. The price to pay is not going to be that, right? For sure it's not. Right. On show or outside the show. Right. But we also, um, all right, this is what I'm going to say. I understand that you don't want the level to be that high, all right? And I am going to attempt, or no, I will, all right, keep the level below that. Because underneath it all, and we all said it, including myself, the Chad Mark show was a great one you put together. You got props for that. But at the same time, if you're going to be on, on, the, on the air, you know, Steve doesn't have these expectations of you. I do. Steve doesn't. Steve wants you to be able to help organize the aspects around the show outside of being in the conversation. That's what a showrunner is. But... Jumahan wants a little more involvement in here on the day-to-day. Okay, so I'm going to tell you... On Saturday, let's just say. What, you know, part of it is just joking around. And in fact, I'm going to even get you... I'm going to let you control your theme song, okay? <laughs> I'm letting go of that as a mea culpa. No more Angela. I don't know if you make a mistake now, bro. No, no, no. <laughs> Listen. Uh... But I do want to say that one of the... Re- now, maybe the level was wrong. Okay, the level was wrong. I'm not going to say maybe. I'm not going to fucking qualify it. The level was too strong. Schwartz, look at me. The level was too strong. I appreciate you saying that. But one of the reasons I got frustrated was in part Right. I do know you want to be on here and talk, mm-hmm. right? And one of the reasons why I got frustrated is because I feel like a lot of times when I'm trying to talk with you, you're not giving. Can I can I put something in? Please. Because I I don't know if that whole weed thing and getting weed stories was like a pre-planned idea, but, and I know that you like to when coming up with content for the show kind of like oh no 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 i'm gonna save it i'm gonna like pop it on you there yep i don't think that's away with me you want to give me a heads up i'll i'll be ready for some stories Listen. you know certain things like current event stories or whatever drop it on but uh okay hold yeah on. that was my thought when that was happening because obviously i wanted to bring more and i could tell that you were like uh you know whatever okay underwhelmed sorry good it's all right but so I understand that, and maybe it's something we're gonna just practice 
because honestly, it'll be hard because we'll never know. Sometimes I look at Steve or I look at Sean and I watch their face change and I can sense that, oh wait, this is an interesting avenue. Or I personally think it's interesting, right? So I don't know that I'm gonna be able to give you a time to prepare for the topics. Now you can on your own, like you can think about it and go like, ah oh, shit. If he ever wants to talk about weed again, I'm going to have this, this, like battle rap. Right. Right? Battle rap is improv, but there are a lot of stuff that's been worked on ahead of time. Sure. Okay. But I do want to practice your improvisational skills. I do want you to become better articulate about yourself and to feel freer to go places. And I don't want you to worry about too much anybody getting in trouble or whatever because at the end of the day old blue eyes can edit it right just like we did for our friend over at bottom bunk right so i want you to loosen up now i know the next thing somebody's going to say is yeah it's pretty hard to loosen up with chumahan staring at you and playing your fucking quotes and laughing and doing all that shit that he does oh blue eyes am i hitting that right oh for sure mm. Blue Eyes, I've noticed that you've actually moved more open. I, I Steve, have you noticed this? I have too. I I agree, hundred percent too. What? How did that happen? What yeah, do you mean? What happened? What do you mean moved more open? Well, there was a period where you were shut down completely, yep, yep. like a fucking block of wood. Mm-hmm. I think that's partly. I think that was partial to the more that Schwartz shows up the more he starts to come out. How does that work? Yeah, I think you might be right. Because he knows you'll... all the focus ain't going to be on him. Is that true? Do you feel like now you can be yourself because there's somebody else that's going to take some heat? It could be subconsciously. I don't know. Yeah, but? but what do you mean, but? There's, I mean, I don't, that's not, that's not a realization that comes to my mind. Okay. If you're saying that, that you've noticed it, it could possibly be a change that I just haven't, you know, flipped a switch. It's just. I promise you, you have in the last three months, six months maybe, gotten way more open and less guarded. I'm e- telling you, man, it started happening as shorts came around. Okay. Because when we first talked about the homeless fight story, the first time that, that came up when in the park, when you almost took that dude's head off. Yeah. And Steve was laughing. Yeah. I mean, laughing. Yeah. You were really pissed. Like, yeah. you were like, ugh. Now, when I bring up the, with the croissant story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Milky Eye croissant. Yeah, yeah. You are, like, way open to it. And then when I joke around and say, you know, magnet for homeless aggression, you don't even, you're just like, whatever. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Right? Homeless yeah. guy was fucking one second away from losing his teeth and winding up dead. <sighs> right. But and, it didn't have to happen. Okay, and I'll tell you another thing, right? So when I make fun of, or anybody makes fun of different people in here, Schwartz really laughs. And Schwartz loves busting on old blue eyes. Remember how fast Schwartz was to talk about um, when we had that meeting and Schwartz was like, oh, he, he got right on me. Like, what do you mean? What? Blah, blah, blah. Do you remember that? I do. <laughs> I don't remember. Wait, what? No, I don't. Oh, oh, wait. What are you talking? <laughs> My bad, dude. So, oh, blue eyes, uh-huh. right? You you start in the meeting. We're not even on air, right? Right. And you asked something. It was like, did you see that video? And then old blue eyes was like, what video? <laughs> right. And then you you were laughing. Well, he jo- gets a serious tone sometimes. You know, when he takes over the space, it's uh, you know, 
he's a man of few words, so when he speaks, they land loudly. You and know? it's kind of scary, right? Yeah, it is. there's an intimidation factor. Right. So yeah. my point being, though, is that we all joke about each other sure. and fuck him up. Now, Steve pointed out, and he may be, and he's right, that you you sh- you get a lot of heat right now. Do you feel that way, Schwartz? Yeah, but that I mean, yeah, and that's all good. Like I'm the new guy. It's it's it is what it is. Like I'm not tripping. It ain't all good. Yeah, because it wasn't all good with that recording that went down at that fucking bottom bunk store. Yeah, true that. Right? What do you mean? And I yeah. even saw the recording. Yeah. And I remember during the interview with Cole, I'm interviewing, and you keep on laughing. Right. And I'm like, try and these guy, and this guy keeps on laughing. And I remember at one point in time, I look over at Chumon, and while I'm trying to get this story out of Cole, this dude's clowning, focusing on, on him. And when I finally saw the video, I was like, yeah, you know what, man? You're putting him on black. Yeah. And I get it. But at the same time, I was like, hey, man, stop clowning. My fucking friend over here is telling me a prison story. Yeah. And you won't get the camera off of fucking Schwartz. I was frustrated with it. Were you? And, yeah, I was a little frustrated with it. Yeah. But I could see how he was extremely frustrated with it. Were you extremely frustrated? I also see where the humor is. I get it. But sometimes you ride it a little too long. Right. Sometimes you want to like stay on it a little and it's lost its sense of humor. Like it was funny, but you want to get like another four or five gags out of it. But it's only good for two. Right. Type of thing. Yeah. That yeah. was funny. Quick little okay, man. Yeah, maybe he's sleeping, maybe he's not. Right. Right. Back. I was high as fuck. But you were on that motherfucker, and I'm like, right. off of him already. Enough. Right. Yeah. So did that make you mad? Oh yeah, and I've I've actually I have I hadn't found the time because I wanted to talk to you about it in person instead of over the. Oh, phone. I thought you guys already had that talk. That's why. I brought no, it we didn't. We okay. didn't. No, no, no. But no, it was it was gonna happen. Yeah, because no, remember I, when I, I snapshotted it and sent it to you and I told you he's he man's upset about this. Yeah, that's because me and him were sitting there talking about it and I didn't even see the video until I looked at it and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, you'd be a little yeah. burned out about that. It's a, listen, Chumahan. This isn't all about you riding on him too hard. This isn't all about you going. Uh, there's a, this is a collective thing. It's not all about what you did wrong right now. It's it's all collective and 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 at some points in times, bro. I have to say, I see you let Chumahan get into you, and it's like yeah. it's Chumahan because it's. it's it, it, yeah, I know when it goes over, right, right, right. but I see you sometimes bite on some shit, and I'm like, "Yeah, dude, it's true, yeah, yeah. being retarded." Yeah, I, yeah. Uh... So I think, <laughs> and we, everybody, but I've told you before when I have to slow you down on the dick shit. You want to go fucking weigh in on the dick thing, and I'm like, dude, fucking slow that shit down. Yeah, but you know what, man? Now I'm glad we're on this. So fuck yeah. it, we're gonna have this. Yeah. Because yeah. you say that, but you yeah. talk about busting a nut and gravy leg more than anyone else on this motherfucking that's show. <laughs> but that's no, new. No, you talk a lot of dick shit. You talk a lot of dick shit, Steve. No. And then we Sean. know what I'm talking about. Sean, Sean. he gets on that no, real weird no, fucking. No, bro, you do a lot of fucking jacking hey. off dick shit too, bro. Really? Hey, yes. You both go hard on certain things. He does, he does some dick shit or whatever. 
And you do some shit about, uh, you what? know, gravy leg. There's some other shit, too. Like, about okay. somebody zipping down your pants and right, sucking right, your right. dick yeah, all the yeah, time. Shit. And, and but I let it, it but I go quick, and no. it's done. Oh, oh when you no. do it, it's okay. No. Oh, no. it's all done. I'm telling you, no, I don't go deep not. on that nah, shit. You do you go deep on it. You do go deep, You take it a little too far, a little too long. Sometimes, Absolutely. But it's, you know what? I don't care. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If I do, it's peppered in. No, no, no. You need to pull me in. Listen, 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 listen. It's like when I'm... No, 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 no. It's like getting the looks. I gotta cool that off. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. First of all... move to you all the time. First of all, it's fucked up because I am retarded, and so I do like a lot of dick shit, and it is funny, so when you go long on it, I go with it. I'm like, finally, we can fucking just roll. It's true. He eggs you on a little bit. Yeah, but the flip side of it is, right? The flip side of it is, is that... This is, to me, what a real conversations in regular places are really like. Some dudes are on something too long. Some guy ribs a guy too long, right? Some guy's doing this, that, the other thing. People get pissed, whatever. But my point is, is that I fucking love it. I think that's what makes the show the show. Yeah, but on your way there, you're going to run into some people that don't love art all the time. I I think there's a lot of people that don't want to hear this shit. Right, but my point is, is that, <laughs> but no, it's true. No, but our numbers, by the way, mm-hmm. don't say that. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell you something right, else, right, man. Right. They like hearing some fucked up shit. They not only do they like hearing some fucked up shit, they like thinking it's us that's fucked up, not them. And we cover a lot of ground, so they could be like, "Well, at least I'm not like that." Go ahead. What about this idea? Go ahead. What about taking this show that we're doing right now? Yeah. And putting it on Gumroad and seeing who chooses to go over to Gumroad and download it. We'll talk about it on He's the next one. He's still trying to sell Gumroad. Listen. Well, I want to sell it, too. Hey, buyer. listen. No, no I want to no, no, sell are, Gumroad, no, too. No, no, no. This show, I honestly think this show should just go. Like, we should, go? everyone should hear how it really and goes call on the, the no-name show. Right, no the name bomb. show. No name show. No name the show. The bomb show, he said. Yeah, the fucking fight show. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it, right? Because I, I know for a fact there's a ton of listeners Well, there. would well, you also say, let me ask you this. Go ahead. Would you say that when you're conducting cannabis interviews or anything with cannabis, you kind of fucking interview and ask questions looking down? Dude, you know what? I'll be real with, with you. attitude. I'll be, I'll be yeah. real with you. Yes. To a certain extent, I think um, I have a tendency to look down just in general. And maybe in cannabis it comes out a little bit more. But I'm going to say that is something that I have to work on. For sure, bro. I fucking... There's two things that go on with me. One is um, I I do fucking talk down. My wife will say it. Right. Fucking everybody I work around will say it and all that shit, right? So that's true. And that's something that I do work on. And that's some of it I'm not going to work on. Where I'm like, fuck it. That is who I am. But when motherfuckers are in some serious trouble, right? Yeah. When they're in real trouble, not fucking show trouble, but real trouble, mm-hmm. they need the counsel. Absolutely. And when I, well, listen, when I get directive on that level, it fucking, it, when I get directed, uh, directive on that level, it's understood. So maybe, right? And maybe there is a balance there that I need to achieve. Mm-hmm. Okay? The flip side is, though, Right? I think about this all the time. And I said it before and I'll say it again. For instance, The Stern Show. In that movie, Private Parts, Mm -hmm. 
right? Remember when the ratings came in and they were real high? And they were giving comments about Stern in the show. Sean, do you remember? The, I don't remember that. Much. I mean, okay, I saw take my it, memory but, workout. Yeah. Go on the blog post. Look yeah. up memory workout. www.hardluckshow.com. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that might help you. Schwartz, do you remember what was said at the high ratings for the Stern when he had to finally go into pig vomit and say, "Why are his ratings so high?" Do you recall that? I remember they talked about people who want to listen to him listen for an average of a certain amount of time, and people or people that don't, people that love him want to listen to him for an hour or or something and it's because they can't wait to hear what he's going to say next and but people who don't like him listen for twice as long for the same reason because they want to hear what he's going to say next that's exactly right so when i start thinking about like am i going to try to become a super likable guy on this show or am i going to try to pull off the cover as much as i can and become the most raw id or ego so that it's clear and you guys can balance me out and uh-huh. like you are right now. I'm saying that's me. Sean once paid me the greatest compliment ever. Uh-huh. He said, man, everything you do is something that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And it had to do with salt. Look at it, his eyes blink like I don't remember saying that. Mm-hmm. I put salt, extra salt on something and you were like, man, uh-huh. you do exactly what I fucking... And what I'm saying is, is that I believe that there's personalities inside all of us that want to say some of the things that I say or go for. I agree a thousand percent with you, and I definitely don't want to change who you are. It's the dynamic of the show. But when it comes to our team, yeah, you need to learn how to not fucking run somebody out of the fucking camp or disrespect them to That's the point true. where they want to leave. Right. That's but it. everyone's point's different. Listen, no, you need to figure that out. Then. I just figured it out with Schwartz. I don't know if you figured it all I out did. yet, but you can work. I figured it. it out with Schwartz. I know. I know what it. I. I don't. I ran. I don't Sean, care what you do with sh- the other people. No, Sean ran out. I know, but I'm saying that. That's fine to have that. You just need to know where you're at with your team. Right. Well, I'm learning now. I'm learning now. Schwartz for Schwartz, it was. The intensity in the voice, the elevated intensity of the voice, right? right. If if, if, some of the stuff you're saying, man, if he were to sit here and take that, I might kick his ass after the fucking show. Right. Be like, you let a motherfucker talk to you like that. When I said the things I said as he started to get up and walk out, when he... That's the only time you told the truth. What do you mean? (laughs) I mean, I was seriously, I was legit... What did you tell him? You I didn't tell him anything. You're like, where are you going? Now you're being a pussy. Right. Well, I. You're a good coward. He goes, all right, I go. That's Schwartz. For you, when was the when was the point that I went too far? When you looked at me with intensity and said, "Fuck you." I was about to, <laughs> was about to throw you through uh, yeah, the fucking dude, wall, bro. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like you that's. Know, I mean, but whatever. Like. No, 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 no. Uh, not, not whatever, Schwartz. Yeah. The reason why I said that, and I and I apologize. I appreciate that. Okay. But I will tell you this. The level that I take the conversations on the show and what we're doing on the show is so high that I had actually, now maybe you did intentionally or not, but I had actually felt like you had already said fuck you to me in the same way. I'm just letting you know. 
And I'm not, look, I own it. I, and I'm not going to, I won't do that again. I, I, I mean, I I don't know. Oh, I get fucked. I get crazy. But I'm just yeah, telling you right now, I recognize intense eye contact and saying a real fuck you. Right. I made a mistake. That's my fault. But what happened was it was in reaction to me running down these bullet points. Right. And I had already announced to everybody, I'm going to run down these bullet points and I want to hear your guys' quick reactions. Third way down, you were already on to something else. Yeah, ignoring him. Yeah, no, actually what I, what I was saying to you was I was actually going to send you a link for an Antonio Brown. I'm just telling you, that's what I was doing. I un- that whole way that went down, I'm going to interrupt you guys. The whole way that you're saying I wanted to do this and I wanted, you guys needed to communicate it. Sure. But All what- it took was a communication somewhere and it'd be like, hey, this is what I want to do. Now, and then he could have been like, well, you know but what? he. he- he said that he felt that he communicated that to and, everybody and I, and about running down the list. No, right. And you took it upon down. yourself to pull your own list out. Right. And I didn't have time right. to say, right. like, whatever. Right. And I right. knew right. what right. you were right. doing. Right. I didn't right. look. I looked at your phone and saw that it said Antonio Brown. Right. right. So I knew that. And by the way, we could have got to that at the end of that. Right. But when you started talking as if we hadn't already. Okay. You want to know what got under my you skin? Got real mad oh, right all right. I want to tell you. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to tell you exactly. I'm a motherfucker. I turned around and looked at the screen. You got all. Uh, Listen. Okay. I'm going to tell you what made me mad. I'm going to get. Listening. Spit it fucking We're out. We're gibbering our dibs. Come on, guy. <laughs> We're glistering our jibs. Come on. It was because I'd set that all up. And you put me on the pain no fucking mind list by going to your video what you thought was cool and what was going to happen right then and there. And it made me feel like you hadn't listened to me. Ah, uh, yeah. That's yeah, what sent Like me. you're invisible. And you know what, Sean? When you say, like, maybe there's something underneath it, that's what it is, Schwartz. I got it. I, uh, and I apologize for that. That's not what I was, well, you, I was actually, you act. Well, you act like he's invisible. Yeah. Then that's going to create a bad... I'm going to become real visible. Yeah. You right. know what? That is what it was. And when you poke this guy's manhood on camera... Yeah. Say shit like that, you're going to get a bad response from any man. Right. So maybe... Or a fucking coward. Passive right? aggressive. Maybe well, because a- he wouldn't... I feel... Okay, so look. I don't... Listen, Steve. Don't be mm-hmm. stirring the pot back up. <laughs> we were almost in a, like wholesome place we don't need to go back to the terrible things i said (laughs) and i apologize for them but at that point in time i was mad and i inappropriately expressed that to schwartz however i can see where if schwartz is mad at me for other things that i may have done put him on blast like is he sleeping or not what's going on there right I could see where his strategy might be. I'm gonna ignore what he's doing and go to this. Am I, we, am I, I Sean? Does that? I mean, not deliberately. I'm not saying you think that, Sean. Am I hitting somewhere? I could see where where a disagreement or where you feel like someone's devaluing you or something will lead you to possibly go about your own way. Right. 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 Do your own. Schwartz is. Think for yourself. 
does Schwartz is is now you can tell me if it's not, but is this starting to get into any realms or no? I mean, it's not. I I get it where you could see that or kind of put those pieces together, but it's not. And I was actually what I was doing was trying to contribute and give you something to add at the end of what you were doing. But I see how you could take it as me kind of blowing you off, but I'm telling you that's not what I was doing. Let me put to you so. this way. The 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 thing is is that when I'm trying to talk to you about Wrap it up. Wrap it up. We're running out of footage. All right. When I'm trying to talk to you about something, right? And then you clam up. Mm-hmm. And so I've finally said fuck it, we're moving on. Right. Then we move on and now you want to contribute a bunch of stuff that starts blocking the flow. That's when I feel like you're personally and maybe I'm taking the show too personal. But that's when I'm saying, like, all right, motherfucker, why are you doing this right now? Because I am going to get to your video. I got it. At the end of the thing. I, so listen. I got it. I apologize, I Schwartz. I appreciate that. Uh, you didn't deserve for me to get that crazy. And I hope um, the listeners get something out of this. You know? Like, I hope, I hope that we've brought a real piece of the show to you and you can see that uh, Chumahan oversteps the line. Uh, an upset Schwartz and uh, I'm going to put it there that is not how I really 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 think of you I was just very upset and mad and I apologize I don't want you to make a mockery of this please I just please keep this real thank you yes Sean what, what do you have to say you're, you're a peacemaker what, what, what happened here I think that there's there's still some road to travel here. Yeah. I agree. Why don't you guys yeah. lay that out to me right now? I think so I can take it in. Maybe you guys should take a road trip together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe you guys should take a road trip together and let me and Sean and Ali do the show for right. a little while. Right. Okay. Maybe you guys could report from the road and we could yeah. get a, a buddy update. Yeah. Sure. You know? Absolutely. You'd take a shower together or something. <laughs> I don't know. Same. Or, <laughs> or slap on some boxing gloves. Or how about this? Like we do about this time. Adios. Adios wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's short have the last word on this. Hardluckshow.com. Go there. That's it? That's it. That's it. All right. I'm not Come saying on, it, catchphrase, I'm, bro. See, I'm not. I'm listen. No, I'm, we, don't talk to my man phrase. Schwartz like that. Catchphrase. Yes. What's up, fellas? No, no. What do we say about? Oh, he already hit that. What we say yeah, about yeah. this we time. Interrupt. Adios, amigos, from the Hard Luck Show. Yeah.